Welcome to the sermon podcast from North Decatur United Methodist Church, where all are welcomed and included, connected with God and with one another, and sent out in service and invitation to the world. Each week we bring you the most recent sermon from me, Patrick Fallhaber, or from guest preachers. Thank you for listening and subscribing. I would like to invite you and our online worshipers to journey with me on this fascinating piece of our shared American history. Juneteenth is particularly joyous, a joyous moment for the African-American experience. Its unusual name is a combination of the words June and the date of June 19th, the very moment when the institution and practice of slavery was formally abolished with the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation of 1863. However, many Confederate states, particularly Gavingston, Texas, refused to acknowledge that slavery had been abolished until General Gordon Granger of the Union Army rode into Gavingston with a federal order on June the 19th, almost two and a half years later. So on this special day, and it is a special day, I want to pose the question, why? Why celebrate Juneteenth? If you would, let's bow our heads for a moment of prayer. Lord God, provide us with the answers to the question that has been posed today. Help us to understand through your word why this day is important and why it should be celebrated. Therefore, God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable to thee, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. As I stand before you this morning, I would be lying to you if I said that I was aware of Juneteenth early in my life. However, I will say that as a young person growing up in the South with a curious spirit and my own experience of racism and not understanding the cruel history of my own experience and my people I began asking questions of my elders and reading various writings to understand the plight and the hope of my ancestors. My readings were helpful, but it did not answer all of my questions. As I grew and matured and attended Bible study at church and in college, I learned how rich our Bible is in slave narratives. 
I also learned that at various times in history, slave narratives were used to justify slavery and unhealthy power dynamics between various tribes and races of people. This Bible that most of us have in our possession is also rich in liberation narrative which is one of the reasons why many slave owners forbid their slaves from going to church or the resident slave preacher preaching anything other than obedience to the master of the plantation lest their slaves would rebel. But with these complex narratives, there was also the experience of learning how to build relationships and the element of freedom. This is done by the powerful stories of God's leaders who would be known as liberators. Individuals like Moses, Jesus, and even Mary to liberate those enslaved by powers and principalities that would bind and oppress the human heart and the human spirit. So I ask the question, why? Why a federal holiday? Is this just another opportunity for a national time of fun and games at the government's expense? Or is it a designated day for people and their families to barbecue, to party, and to have fun and a day away from work? Church? I think it's much deeper than that. Can you imagine what it must have been like to hear that after years of living and working on the plantations in the south and those north of the Mason-Dixon line, can you think what it must have been like the years of sweat and pain the incomprehensible harsh labor and the brutal beatings that many times led to death. Can you imagine their reaction at being told that they are now free? Think about it. Oh my God. Tears of joy, the excitement and the exuberance in their bodies and the reality of answer prayer, even though it was two and a half years after the fact. Church, that's something to celebrate. It really is. But for us in 2022, there's a bigger picture for us to see. And I want us to understand that there was something spiritual happening. Our text reminds us that there are two covenants that influence our lives. 
We are either children of the flesh born of Hagar or children of the promise born of Sarah. That includes not only those of biblical times, but even those enslaved before 1863 and beyond. The Apostle Paul says that as children of the promise, we are heirs of the promise. And that includes Jews and Gentiles and any race who believes in Christ and the gift that Christ brings. Juneteenth, from a spiritual point of view, points and speaks to the belief in God and one's trust in him and the power of his word. That trust for my believing ancestors in us as children of the promise is the glorious gift we have of freedom. We must remember that Hagar's son, Ishmael, and Sarah's son, Isaac, never got along. Because those of the flesh, according to God's word, will never inherit those promises that Jesus has for us. Because those are for the children of the promised. How many people in the sanctuary and online remember the story of Joseph? Let me see your hands. Uh-huh. You know, that story can be found in Genesis chapter 37, where his brothers sold him into slavery for 20 pieces of silver. And this is just one of the many stories that the Old Testament has for us. So it's important that we begin to think and see the spiritual implications for us today. Because in the biblical world, with the selling of Joseph and so many other things that occurred that we can read about in this book, its impact still is with us today as we struggle with slavery and its difficulties that continue in our American history. The history of the Confederacy and many other states of that period. Unfortunately, history has also revealed that most of those enslaved persons were totally at the mercy of their owners with little protection from an evil society. Just as there was no minimum age to become a physical slave, there is no specific age, gender, or nationality to becoming a spiritual slave to sin. I want you to hear me this morning because this is crucial. Because when we reach the age of accountability and purposefully choose to do wrong, folks, 
we sin, then that allows a cycle of disobedience to come and it results in us lying, deceiving, blaming, hiding, punishing, and even death, both physically and spiritually. This is why Paul said in Romans chapter 5, verse 12, that through one man, sin entered into the world. So death spreads to all men because all have sinned. Nevertheless, the Old Testament also tells us how God's people lost their physical freedom time and time again as various empires overtook the people and their possessions. But this is what I love. But God, but God sent his son, Jesus, to free humanity from sin so we can live a free and abundant life. Hallelujah. <laughs> We've been set free. So Juneteenth is not just the end of slavery, but it is an acknowledgement of freedom. As you came to church this morning, for those who had to drive, I hope you saw the church's sign in the front of the church. If you didn't, it says, for none of us are free until all are free. That's why many of my ancestors were willing to die so that their offsprings of the future will live their life in freedom. Oh, church. All of this reminded me that I am not only a daughter of the promise, but a servant called to ministry at God's announced time. And from his word found in Isaiah chapter 61. And it said to me that the spirit of the Lord was upon little old me. Hmm. And you know what? God wants me to proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to the prisoners of this world. And as a follower of Christ, I've learned that all of us will in fact still battle sin. But here's the caveat. We're no longer slaves to it. Did you hear what I said? We're all going to battle sin, but we're no longer slaves to it. Oh, that's rich. I think I could preach on that now if you gave me a chance. Why is that so important? It's important because a holy and a righteous God has answered our prayers. And sent his son, Jesus Christ, for us to be free. So as believers, we must stand firm 
and not allow ourselves to ever be subject to the bondage of sin. Don't allow yourself to give in to sinful things. But stand firm on your faith. And never allow yourself to be caught up to the bonds of slavery. So as I close, why celebrate Juneteenth? Because it points to the importance of knowing God and knowing that we were created to be free and not slaves. So I want to invite you to think about what you've heard this morning. What does Juneteenth mean to you? Or do you plan to celebrate this blessed day? And it truly is blessed when we join in with others who are serving others, those who are volunteering, those who are talking about what it means to them in their homes and with their friends. What are your plans? But I want you to join me and thousands of others in giving God praise for the glorious freedom that he has given all of us. Let it be so. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for listening to this week's sermon from North Decatur United Methodist Church. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. And if you want to learn more about our church, you can visit us at ndumc.org.